This is the Main Attraction Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Justin Strawn and Ryan Nelson. Welcome to the Main Attraction Podcast, where we discuss the biggest television shows and movies in the entertainment industry. I am your host, Justin Strawn. Joining me each week is the other host of the show, who wants to be as dedicated to anything in life as Gary Oldman is to playing a fake homeless man, Ryan Nelson. Speaking of Gary Oldman, let's talk about Jackson Lamb. I believe he is a titan. A man in his health should have been dead should have been dead a long time ago. Right. How is that man still alive? <laughs> when was he drinking four bottles of whiskey yes. a week? <laughs> I don't remember exactly what the number was, but it was up there. But he had quit smoking 17 minutes. 17 minutes ago, he had quit smoking. Yeah, I mean, it's like, I don't know how he makes like. It would be so hard to play this role and just be like, just be as disgusting as he is. Uh, it would be hard to like. He be must in, not shower. He must not. So uh, we'll talk about more of that later here in a little bit. So, if you've been listening to the podcast since we started the podcast last year, thank you for continuing to listen and making us part of your day. If you're new to the show, we hope you enjoyed as we talk about the first two episodes of the third season of Slow Horses on Apple TV Plus. If you are new or irregular and would like more access to the show, visit our Patreon page and become a patron of the Main Attraction Podcast. Go to patreon.com slash the Main Attraction Podcast and you can get Patreon-only content. You can support us at a $3, $5, $10, or $20 level. And when you join up, we'll shout you out here on the show. Uh, starting with this show, any not starting with this show, I don't know how I have that, that note in here, but any level of being a Patreon supporter will get you the show ad-free. Uh, it doesn't matter which level you are signing up for. It could be as low as the $3 level, as high as the $20 level. They all four will get you the show ad-free if you are one of our patrons. Uh, there are also additional benefits for, uh, for you out there as well. We normally do bonus content, but I have been sick for the last three or four days, guys. So uh, We're trying to keep our recording session a little bit short, so no Patreon uh, special episodes tonight but we will have some we'll, we'll get back to that next week for you guys uh so like i said there are other benefits out there for you if you're interested uh if you can't be a patron though you can help the show out by rating us on spotify and apple Podcasts. we'd love it if you wrote, left us a five star rating on both of those platforms if you got them uh, and if you have time we'd love it if you wrote us a review while you're on apple podcast if you'd like to interact with the show we'd love for you to do that as well you can send us an email to mainattractionpod at gmail.com you can leave us any thoughts any questions you might have we'd love to hear all those so just go to your email inbox hit the compose button and go to email uh, email us at mainattractionpod at gmail.com all right so this is the third season of slow horses uh, first two episodes and look, one of the great things about this show is they do them because it's relatively short. Uh, it's one of the shorter things that Apple does. We normally get about two two seasons of a show in one year because uh, no. the second season I think came out in April, if I remember correctly, uh, somewhere right around there. No, uh, January. Was it January? Okay, I, okay, I can't remember, but. It, it, regardless, because I thought, well, see, yeah, I think you're right. Anyway, uh, but normally within we get about two per calendar year because they they yeah. will always have like a the previous two seasons had a trailer well, for no, the next I think season. Right. I think season one came out in April, and then season two started in December, January. Okay, I think I think you're I think that's what you're talking. about. Okay, yeah, it's hard to remember. It's hard to keep my uh, well, head around all that. We're talking about we've had three seasons in two years. Yeah, we're, so. we're, we're waiting on twelve seasons. I mean, one season in twelve years on yeah. some of these other shows. <laughs> You're correct. So it's a nice thing pushed this out. Yeah. Uh, and Thank you. Yeah, it's great. They 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 do this because it's it's a great show. It's just yeah, a fantastic. It show. really is. Uh, so re- let's real quick just refresh people's memories on what you had for the first two seasons. Well, I, I had a uh, succession on the first two seasons because right. I really thought that this show. Uh, 
is hitting everything you want in a spa novel. It's got a little humor too. Yeah. And Gary Oldman, just Jackson Lamb, one of the greatest characters of all time. Yeah, he's awesome. I honestly think on season three, this feels like this show is hitting a stride. Yeah, it does. I think the other actors, the other, you know, the other Slow Horses characters have found something and they seem more confident. Like I said, I just feel like it's hit a stride. I right. think it's going next level this season. Yeah, I'm with you on this because I, the, for me, if I remember correctly, I don't remember exactly. I'm pretty sure I had the first season of Succession. I think the second season I had it as a lost. I wasn't quite as engaged in the storyline for season two as I was for season one. Season one's storyline was just phenomenal. Uh, yeah. But I'm with you. Well, on, go ahead. But I was going to say, I think we had some complaints where we just didn't feel connected to some of the other characters yeah i think you're correct about that but i i think they've corrected that this season yeah especially with uh oh, let me pull up the mdb real quick because i can't remember i know river is like he takes on a much bigger role in this one yeah uh which, well, he had a huge role in the second one remember he was at the he got sent to the uh airfield or whatever yeah yeah but he's always one of the main like louisa and um Louisa, Shirley, Marcus, Roddy. Yeah. That that crew. And obviously, See, Catherine's playing a big role in this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Roddy always makes me laugh, but he, he's even more obnoxious oh this gosh, season. Oh, gosh, he's horrible at this yeah. season. He's absolutely... He's absolutely Black terrible. people, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, he's he's just absolutely a scumbag, and uh, he's yeah. playing it up, and he's playing it up really, really big in this one. Uh, but yeah, I like I said, I really have enjoyed this season. Uh, these first two episodes were really, really, really good. I was the first the first episode is kind of like it's really kind of getting you back into the show, but that second yeah. episode, that second episode is like breakneck. Speed right. from from the opening to the end of it. I mean, it, it really doesn't, was. It doesn't yeah. let up at all off the gas until it gets to the final. Until it gets to the the final scene there at the very end, it's just hitting you, hitting you hard, hard, hard. Uh, like I said, just absolutely fantastic. Uh, well, the first the first one, you're like, oh, Catherine Waterson's in this. Yes, and it's like, no, not for long, not for long. But I'm, I'm long. assuming she's about to play a bigger part. We're about to get a lot more flashbacks because uh, I got a hard time believing. You know, she's only in it for that one episode. Maybe. I don't know. It's going to be really interesting to see how they do that. Because when I saw her, I was like, oh, well, that's they, they brought her into this. And I didn't know that. And yeah. then they kill her off, obviously, there at the beginning. And look, they, but they do that with some of their characters. I mean, they yeah, brought they Olivia, do. what's her name? Um, in season one. Uh, Olivia Cook. Olivia Cook. She's in it for like three episodes and then she's done. I mean, you don't well, ever see her again. They're rumors she's coming back. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Oh, really? Uh, well, in the book, she's alive. And oh, okay. I think they kind of hint at that at the end of season one. As okay. Well. I, it's been a while since I've seen. Since, it's been a while yeah. since I've seen season one, so yeah. I, I couldn't really remember. But I guess they don't show her dying, so I guess that they can yeah, do that. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, like I said, I'll be really interested to see how uh, that plays out. But I love this fir- these first couple of episodes. Uh, yeah. What were your general thoughts on the first episodes? Yeah, I thought the same thing. I'm with you on the second episode. was even more exciting. I love we get to add our guy, Spiderweb. Yes. <laughs> Goodness, because we weren't sure if he made it. Yeah, we weren't. We weren't sure if he made but it at all. And I love any time River uh, goes to, uh, uh, what do they call the MI6? Uh, the park. The park. Any time yeah. he goes there. Because River, which is interesting because this is written by Graham Yost, who right. was involved in Justified. River has some some uh, 
Raylan Givens in him. Yes. Because everyone hates him. Oh, now, yeah. granted, he's not as good as his job or as cool as Raylan right. Givens. But there's just something about, like, when you would go see Raylan would go to some places and people were just like, God, I hate this guy. River has that same thing because anytime he's around people at the park, everyone hates him. Everyone hates him, yeah. And what's interesting is, you know, it's obvious that River, you know, River is at Slawhouse, but he shouldn't be. He's there yeah, because yeah. he made one bit bad screw up. Well, then the, the in the second season he well, yeah. thing about he makes another big one. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. but you know, and, and Spider points this out while they're on the bridge. You know, they know that you shouldn't be in Slawhouse uh, because, right, right. and that's one of the things that they talk about. So, the name of this season is something Tigers. Uh, I'm trying to think, real Tigers or something like that. Uh, because it's based off of it's they're all based off of the books. Uh, right, right. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Third season of Slow Horses title. Uh, of course, it doesn't tell me. Oh, Real Tigers. That's what the name of it is. Okay. And they have a. They've got a. They talk about what the the fact that it's a tiger team at the end of the second episode. Yeah. Did you know what that was when when you hear, heard that? Well. I know what a tiger team is because every organization uses the term tiger team. Right. So I don't know what it's going to be with this, but I'm assuming it's a it's a group that's investigating so a special group that's investigating something. Well, my it's the the point of a tiger team for almost every organization is to work in opposition to the to the organization to bring out the best of to bring out the best okay. of that actual organization, to make people think differently, to make them do things differently. So, yeah, it sounds like what they were, the point of this entire thing was in kidnapping Catherine is to see where the park's weaknesses were, to see where uh, they where they where they're vulnerable, see you know how they can be infiltrated, see how easy it is for somebody to break into them, uh, and to test them at every level, to test them at every level, and to test them at every, at every point of entry. That's what it felt like they were uh, supposed to be doing. Now, the question is, is this Tiger team, you know, I don't know what they're doing with it for going forward because when the episode, second episode ends, you've got, uh, what's his name? I can't remember the guy's name. Uh, Chris Riley's character, Nick Duffy, he shows up and like uh, brings River into custody. So, like I said, I don't know yeah. what they're doing with the Tiger. So, I think probably what's going to happen is the Tiger team may end up maybe abusing their power or maybe even like using this information against the park. I don't know. Cause like I said, that's the only, the only complaint mm -hmm. I have is when they introduce the, the term tiger team and they end it like, okay, well, so none of this mattered. Nothing, you know, this really is going to be having lasting impact. So what are they doing with this going forward? Because the entire season is named real tiger. So there's right. gotta be something else going on that we just yeah. don't know at this point. But, uh, yeah, th these first episodes were, were just really great. So let's talk about episode one real quick, and then we'll uh, take a break after that. So episode one, uh, like I said, it starts off really intriguing because you've got uh, Sope Derisu. I think that's how I'm pronouncing him correctly, his name correctly, uh, who plays Sean Donovan in this. And he is in bed with, uh, uh, what is her woman's name? I just forgot her name. Catherine Watterson. Thank you, Catherine Watterson. Uh, who plays Allison Dunn? Uh, they're in bed together, and when she goes off to take a shower or whatever, I can't remember exactly what it was, he's looking for a file. It's called Foot Something. If I'm not uh, Footwork. Oh, yeah, I wrote it down. 
Footprint. Uh, footprint. He's looking for a file called Footprint. Name Footprint, yeah. And he can't find it. And credit to Allison Dunn. She plays dumb. Like, I don't even know what she's talking about. Uh, and then as soon as he leaves, like, she reveals herself like we actually do know. But this ends in a prolonged chase uh, where she's thrown off a off of a bridge by the person that she's meaning to get the file to. And that's like I don't know what they're going to do with that because it didn't seem to be re- it didn't seem to be related to the main story except for the fact that it provided a an excuse for uh, Sophie DeRisu's character to go to to group meeting. What what do you think they're doing with that? It's got uh, there's no way Catherine Watterson's in this for this brief moment. It's got to come back to the to the main storyline. Yeah. I, mean, I feel like she's going to be a bigger part. If it like, feels like flashbacks that, yeah. or something. Yeah. So yeah. I, I don't know. I'm interested to see. Yeah, because like I said, because we don't see or hear from the storyline again, uh, except for the fact yeah. that he talks about, you know, th- he's going to this group meeting uh, because he's, uh, we assume that he's talking about her anyway. Uh, right, right. And that's is how he's using, this is what he's using to get close to Catherine and uh, throughout the rest, of the rest of the episode that he, so that he can abduct her. Uh, we also have, uh, she shows up in a lot of shows. And, uh, her name is Elliot Salt. She plays Sarah Dunn in this. She's kind of like the the, the yeah. henchman for Sean Donovan. Uh, like when I saw her, I was like, oh, well, she's going to be a bad guy because she's the one that yeah. uh, is that Catherine stops to ask a question or something mm-hmm. like that. And this is when she gets, ends up getting abducted. And like I said, so I, I knew something was up as soon as I saw her. And this is this is when she gets when she gets abducted. Uh, and I didn't really know obviously what they were doing, but you know because Catherine of all the people in in Slawhouse, like why are you capturing her? But it becomes right. obvious that they're doing it because they want to try to get to Jackson Lamb. Uh, and that's just where this entire show is. That's what this entire show is, especially in this first episode, where Jackson Lamb is just berating the people who are under him, the people oh, yeah. who have been sent to him. Gary Oldman's character in this is just fantastic. You were kind of talking about. Let's talk a little bit more about Jackson Lamb. Yeah, I just love where he talks about like working with you has been the lowest part of my yes. horrible career. <laughs> And like it's great the fact that we're reintroduced to him in yeah. this season with him passing gas in a doctor. I know. Office. I was gonna say his introduction because like when you see the doctor, I was like, uh, I knew Jackson Lamb was gonna be involved somewhere, and then you hear like a fart, and right. then you, like <laughs> the guy complaining, you know, about like this foul odor. Yes, it's, it's offending his wife. Is like. There's not a better way to get Jackson Lamb back in here. You're correct. There's not, and yeah. and then also I love how he is so horrible oh, talking yes. to to the slow horses, and you don't know if he's being you know real or not. Now, now granted, the times we have seen him talk to Chris and Scott Thomas, and Diana, he kind of takes up for them a little bit. But he never shows that to them. Well, no, and I don't think, I think that's kind of the point is he wants, I think he understands that these people are actually talented and these people are actually good, but he can't let them believe that. He can't let them know that because the only way, because he's basically using them for his own purposes. Uh, And so, like I said, this is just kind of goes to show just how incredibly smart he is. And like, obviously, you know, they'll, they'll keep developing more about this character and revealing more about this character as, as the seasons go on on this show, but you know he's obviously gotten put here because somebody wants to keep him in his place. Most likely, Diana yeah. Taverner uh, wants to keep yeah. him there, and the only and but he's going if he's going to be placed at this place, he's going to do his best to use it 
to his best advantage to gain as much information as he can because it's obviously that he's incredibly talented i mean they even right like the in episode two when when river was talking to the lady at the records uh, mm-hmm. area i can't remember yeah. what her name was but you know when she says you know river asked you ask her well what if he's wrong and she says well, what would be the first time that's ever happened yeah. before so he's obviously very very good at his job and knows what he's well, doing but he, he he's can't play better no, he can't play the game. He can't shower regularly. We saw that. He <laughs> he did uh, just a little spritz. Yes. Uh, so I, I, you know, this is where he's best used, probably for this agency. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you this because I have not figured this out. I think we talked about this when we covered the first two seasons. Who's the main character? Of this is it, is it Jackson Lamb or is it River Cartwright? I think it's a mix. I think yeah. they're pretty, you know, we, we talked about that. I, I, you know, cause in another show river would be the James Bond character, Yes, he but would. he's, but he kind of screws up. So he right. needs a Jackson lamb. So I, I think it's, it's kind of a, a co-lead. The problem is when you have Gary Oldman right, as exactly. one of the co-leads, he kind of steals the show. He steals the show and his character just lends itself to stealing. the yeah, show. Yes. Um, and you know, and thank God he, they've already uh, announced season. They're going to do a season, season four. four. He, mm-hmm. he has said he will play this character as long as they'll have me. So, and I don't think he wants to do anything else. I think he's kind of done. No, everything else he feels like he's he's at the end of his uh, end of his road acting he's kind of done i read an article (laughs) i I think it was like gq or something they were like gary oldman just doesn't know who he is and where he is he's like if you see him in california where he lives he sounds like a california yeah but like when he's doing a role he sounds like you know whatever he's playing but like he's just he's just doesn't he's just an actor that's you know just portrays that role and lives in it. Yeah, he does. That's that's exactly a good way to put it. Is that he just kind of lives in it. So, all right, let's take a real quick break, and then we'll talk about episode two. All right, episode two. Like we said at the beginning of this, it's the episode where it's it's just a constant breakneck speed. They are going from the minute that the episode starts till the and the entire thing closes. Yeah. It is one of the most fast-paced episodes of television I do believe mm-hmm. I have ever seen. Because that, and, this point, and like every season, we get a Rivers running. Uh, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we get. He's like just every, running. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's wonderful because he does. I mean, he's, he's kind of doing a Tom Cruise thing here in in yeah, these yeah. in, in an episode every single week, and this is this is that episode for him. So he gets the call at the very end of episode one. And that's how they end episode one, going into episode two, where they say, don't tell a soul. They send the picture of Catherine at gunpoint, uh, and he's got to be at a certain place in one minute. And they basically want him to break into uh, the park to retrieve a file or something. I don't even know what it was. That was it. Uh, But they want him to get this file. And if he doesn't do it, they're going to kill. uh, They're going to kill Catherine. And... He can't let anybody else in on this, so he's doing his best not to do so. Uh, but it also sends him back to the park, like you were saying a second ago. And every time that he has to go to the park, it's just riveting television because he he doesn't. Nobody wants him there. Everyone hates yeah. him there, especially the person he's going to talk to, uh, Nick Duffy, who's played by Chris Riley. And yes, he really really hates him. Yes, they just absolutely can't stand each other, and it's just an absolutely fascinating. You know, forty-five minutes of television because it focuses mainly on him. Look, there's there are the other people in uh, Slawhouse are doing things in this as well, but this is obviously Rivers' episode. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, he definitely, and this happens 
every season where a couple episodes like it seems like they are specifically for him yes and it, look i'm not real familiar with jack loudon who plays river uh, i'm not incredibly familiar with him uh how familiar are you with him but do you know anything well i i'd seen he's in like 1917 he's in dunkirk he he's in dunkirk uh he's in dunkirk and that's really oh the, he's in a show called the gold that i have not seen but it's it's on paramount plus it's supposed to be really good okay. i've seen fighting with my family uh that was that wrestling movie with uh florence Pugh and vince vaughn he's really good in that okay so this is a guy whose career it's really starting to take off yeah he's on the uptick i mean like i said uh, i know he was in dunkirk but i saw, I saw dunkirk and the only, yeah. <laughs> the only problem i have with dunkirk is like everybody looks the same in that, in that yeah. film so it's kind of hard yeah. to tell anybody apart right uh but he's He's really going. To, he's going to be a star. I think uh, oh, yeah. this is going to be the thing that kind of catapults him into into being a star. Uh, we don't get that much Kristen Scott Thomas in either of these episodes, no. but we do get her. Do you think she's they're they're backseating her character a little bit, or do you think she's just going to have more to do when this as the season goes on? Yeah, I think her part's about to get get larger because, like you know, she. Um, she did get the to cuss out Jack. I mean, to River. So that yes. was good. Yes. <laughs> so, but yeah. I, usually, as things go on, she becomes more involved because they have to get her involved. Yeah, they they do. They have to get her involved. Now, I feel like that's coming down the road. But um, yeah. Uh, what's great about this episode is it's Jackson Lamb is like so it's the juxtaposition of the two characters of the two leads for the most part. You got River who's right. going just nonstop. Can't is always running. Uh, always, you know feels like he's about to just like you know burst at the seams because he's having to do so much but then you got jackson lamb who's just kind of like taking his time uh just you know doing what he does to figure these things out and he's not really worried at all about any of this that's going on because it seems like he has this thing figured out pretty much from the get-go yeah oh yeah i I think you're right on that yeah because like he could tell someone was was following him yes you know Mm -hmm. immediately uh, I'm just going to mention, I really like what they're doing with Louisa's character. Because she's been one of the better characters. All right. Let me uh, find Louisa. Yeah, I'm to okay, yeah, I remember Louisa. Yeah. She's yeah, the one you that, know, She's yeah. suffering from Men Harper's death. Yes. Like her boyfriend from the first two seasons. And so I, I really like where she is. You know, she's, uh, I would say, like, work-wise, she's doing really well. Because you could tell Jackson trust her because he sends her out uh, several times to do something and on her own yes uh, but like uh, you could tell personally you know she's still suffering from the death of men but I I, I feel like she's getting a bigger part uh, in, in this season yeah, I think you're correct with that. I was I was worried about Catherine in this one uh, because yeah, everybody too. they've had somebody significant die. So they had Olivia Cook's character die in the first season, but we talked about this. They may end up bringing her yeah. back. Uh, and men, yeah, men dies in the second season. So I like to say, well, in the books, the slow horses sounds like besides Je- besides River, a lot of them die. Yeah, so like I said, I was a little concerned about. Uh, uh, about Catherine in this one, it's like, oh, is, is she, is she going to be killed? Because somebody has died in both seasons so far, and that may and yeah. they, they may end up doing that as well in this third season. But it's a little, you know, in a book you can kill people often because right, it's one thing, but to do it in a television show, you, you that's a uh, you know people get attached to your your characters, you get attached to the actors. So I, I don't know. I hope that. they don't kill off Roddy Ho. We need him around. 
Yeah, true. He's he. You, you need just an a hole character, and he's <laughs> really really good at it. Played yes. by Christopher oh, Chung. Bro. Yeah, <laughs> played by Christopher Chung brilliantly as as the a hole in this thing. So. Uh, uh, and looked and just constantly hitting on this woman who is in obvious grief still. Uh, yeah. Just well, he was hitting on Shirley too. He's hitting on the, you know both the younger women in the uh, oh, in yeah. the group. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, he was really bad hitting on the woman in grief, Louisa. Yeah. So, like I said, just great stuff from from him. So, uh, you know, the other interesting thing, like I said, because we kind of talked about this there at the beginning of the show. When they introduced the term Tiger Team at the end of this, because I just found it interesting when they dropped that in there, because I was like, okay, so what are we doing here? Because like I said, the name of the season is Real Tigers, and I don't know how they're going to play out this season, because it's obvious obvious when we get to the end of this thing, Catherine is no longer bound and gagged. Uh, She's just sitting in an attic, just waiting to be like, get you know, as she calls it, you know, uh, uh, room service at this point. Right. They bring up two sandwiches. They're not sure if she eats meat or not. Uh, that was funny. Yeah. I mean, and like, so they're just kind of waiting on her hand and foot. And so like, cause it gets real confusing at that point. Like, okay, what are they doing? What, why are they doing this? Why are they? Just- yeah. It, it kind of feels like Sean Donovan and Sarah Dunn are about to join the slow horses team. Doesn't it? It feels that way, but they're obviously part of the tiger team. So you want to yeah. know what's going, you know, you want to know what these people are, are really doing and what they're, what, why they're exploring this idea. And like, so that's the part of this that just really fascinates me going into episode three here, because yeah. You introduce that term tiger team and you know, are they going to continue? Are they going to, is something going to come up and something gets leaked uh, and somebody decides to try to take advantage of, of MI5? Uh, like I said, I don't know. And like I said, one of the great, speaking of MI5, you know, Rosalind uh, Eliezer's character, Louisa, I uh-huh. love the scene when she's like lurked, going through that car and like the people who are towing it don't want, uh, oh, yeah. aren't like listening to her at all. And he, she just takes the tire iron to the truck. She takes the tire iron to the car that she's trying to investigate. Yeah. yeah this is the type of stuff that this, these small little touches that this show just does so very, very well. It really does, man. It's just so much fun to watch. It really is. So, uh, like I said, I'll be really interested in what they do here in episode three uh, and how they what they're going to give us in terms of what the purpose of this tiger team is supposed to be. Uh, I'll be really interested to see what is going to happen to River because he's taken into custody by Nick Duffy and his goons yeah. there at the end of season at the end of episode two, as well. So, like I said. I guess if you know it gets revealed that you know it was all part of a plot by a tiger team to get them in there, is he going to get let off the hook or whatever? So I don't know. So uh, we shall end up seeing because obviously he, we got four more episodes, so they can't keep him behind oh, yeah. bars. So, yeah. uh, anything else you want to talk about this before we get to our weekly awards on this? Uh, I just want to say again, this feels like a show that's really hitting its stride, and all the actors again just seem so much more confident in the role and really know what they're doing with their performance and their part yeah i'm with you on that i really feel like that's the case as well so all right uh let's do our weekly awards then all right All right, here on the Main Attraction Podcast, whenever we are covering a season of a television show, we like to give out three weekly awards. Up first is the Tyrion Lannister, the MVP for the week. Who is your Tyrion Lannister for uh, these first two episodes of Slow Horses? I'm going with Gary Oldman as Jackson Lamb. Yeah, uh, it's his. I mean, like I said, if I were yeah. to break it up, I'd say episode one would be Gary Oldman, episode two would be River Cartwright. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, that's like I said. If I, but if I'm giving it 
just blanket for both of them, I, you have to give it to Gary Oldman, I think, uh, yeah. because he's just he's just fantastic in this role. It's just a yeah. role that he's like built for. So, uh, the Agatha all along, the best scene of the week. What'd you go with? I'm going with uh, episode two where uh, Jackson uh, meets Freddie on the bridge oh, that leads one, yeah. to him going to the park. I like the scene that I mentioned earlier where he's talking to the lady who's like in charge of the records. I thought that was a really uh, yeah, fun yeah, scene because I agree. it's like he's being told by Jackson Lamb not to worry about this, but he's been sent a picture of his friend at gunpoint mm-hmm. and he doesn't know and a person what to do. that he ignored or and was rude to earlier. Yes. So like I said, uh, it, that was like, to me, that was like just an incredible scene. Uh, but there's a lot of yeah. really good ones in this one. So yeah. Uh, the, if you come at the King, you best not miss what's your best line of the week. Uh, I'm sorry I have to do this, but should he be here, the homeless man, he's <laughs> making odors. It's uh, it's upsetting my wife. And then Jackson Lamb says, it's my colon, it's terminal. It, that was mine. It was Jackson Lamb's line. It's it's my colon, it's terminal. I didn't do the rest of it, but that was mine, yeah. It was just absolutely fantastic. Oh, my God. It's just what makes, like, most shows that have a bunch of farting, you know, are, are, are not, like, so highfalutin, but this show pulls it off. They really do. They do a great job of pulling this off, say the least. So, uh, really good stuff. So, and then, like you mentioned, I think the scene in the the records, like, what if he's wrong? It would be a first. Yeah, well, that was a great line. Yeah, I, I probably should put that down as mine. So, all right, uh, rating time here on the Main Attraction Podcast. Uh, at the top of our list, we have a succession. Beneath the succession, we have a loss. Middle of the road force is friends. Beneath the friends is full house, and bottom of the barrel force is a Baywatch. Uh, what are you rating? these first two episodes of the third season of slow horses i'm going with the succession there's i'm really excited to see where this is going and i'm really enjoying it so far yeah i am too i think this is just an absolutely uh, fantastic start to this thing like i said second season i didn't quite enjoy quite as much as that first season uh but the second season this third season excuse me might be better than the first two uh altogether if they can keep up if they can keep up what they've done these first two in these first two mm-hmm. episodes, uh, I could really see this surpassing both of them. So, uh, but I'm with you. So it's a succession for me. All right, here on the Main Attraction Podcast for a wrap up for this episode, uh, we do like to do some recommendations. What recommendations do you have for us this yeah. week? So I finally, this show has been out for years, and the final season's coming out soon. Finally, started watching the Canadian comedy Letter Kenny on oh, really? Hulu. I've heard of it. It is absolutely hilarious. Uh, You got to put the closed caption on because these Canadians are throwing out one-liners very fast with the Canadian accent. (laughs) It's sometimes hard to understand, but I'm telling you, I was in tears laughing. It is so funny. I can see why this show has gone on for like nine seasons, but there are only six episodes a season, and uh, I'm already in season two. Uh, towards the end and i'm telling you it is so funny it is a great show to have like like sometimes we'll be watching something like slow horses and right. we've got like you know 30 minutes before bed this is a perfect show for that so letter kenny it's on hulu and then their spinoff show shorzy is also on hulu so i'm gonna watch that when i finish that but uh i can't recommend enough the other thing monday night football the manning cast with Peyton and Eli manning. it is so fantastic Yes, it is. Every week they have celebrities. And, and they don't also do it every others. week. That's the only issue I have with it. They don't yeah. do it for oh, every yeah. single game. But the games that they do it on, please check it out. It is so much fun. Even if you're not a big football fan, they're going to have a guest on there oh, that yeah. you know. 
and they are going to entertain you. So, you know, when when they're doing the Man and Castle Monday Night Football, check it out. Yeah, and I'm with you. They should do it. And I saw where John McEnroe was like, oh, he mentioned every sport should do this. And I oh, think yeah. we will see some version of it. Oh, yeah. Because it's just entertaining. It. Yeah, people will definitely copy it. Because, like, most of the time, you know, I don't watch Monday Night Football. But if the, if the Man and Castle is going to be on it, I'm probably going to turn it on. Just because yeah, I enjoy yeah. watching it. Uh, there's no question about that. I, I, I do love Man and Castle. And, like, yeah. when it, the few occasions that the Raiders are ever on Monday Night Television, when they are and it's a Man and Cast game, it's like, okay, I'm just in heaven. <laughs> like, okay, this is yeah, fantastic. Yeah. I, I can't get enough of this. So, uh, I'm with you on that. Uh, do you have anything else? No, that's it. All right, so I have been sick with pneumonia since basically Saturday. So I've been off uh, the past two days of work as well. And it's one of the reasons why we are recording on a Tuesday instead of a Sunday night. So uh, so I got to watch a few things. Uh, the, and I'm going to be doing a few more recommendations when we do our, uh, when we do our things we're looking forward to in our next episode. Uh, the two things that I have absolutely loved that I, I've liked everything that I've watched while I've been sick, but the two things that just absolutely I was just enamored with. This one is completely under the radar. I had not heard of it. Uh, it, it came out on Netflix back at the beginning of November. Uh, it is a animated show. It is very much an adult animated show. Uh, it is called Blue Eye Samurai. And I've seen people talking about it. Yeah. Like I said, I had never heard of it, but I've seen, but I've just seen a lot of people talking about it. So I was like. I'm sick. I don't have anything else to do. So let me throw it on. It is fantastic. Just a real a heads up. We have already recorded our top 30, our top 10 shows of the year for 2023. If I'm, I've, I'm, I've only done the first four episodes. I got four more to go. If it continues the pace that it's, I might have to do an addendum when we do our, our, our wow. top 10 movies. It is that amazing. I have been so incredibly impressed. I mean, uh, it's, I mean, the voice, there's a couple of, of notab- notable voice actors. George Takai. Yeah, George Takai is in it. Uh, Kenneth Branagh is in it. Uh, Randall Park is in it. He's kind of a uh, bad guy, which is great. Uh, so, But like the main characters, though, are, are people that I'm really familiar with. So, And it is just absolutely fantastic. I mean, it's not anime. A lot of people are, are calling it anime. It's not anime. It's kind of in a style of anime. And most people just think because it's Japanese, then it must be anime. But wow, it's not. It's- 8.9 on IMDb. That is hot. Yeah, it's it is absolutely incredible. Now let me just go ahead and tell you this much. It is very much an adult animated show. So uh if you solve Invincible, you know, it's got just as much blood that you uh maybe not as much, but it's pretty darn close to being <laughs> as much blood in Invincible. But there's a whole lot of uh genitalia in this. So okay. like I said, so you gotta be careful when you're watching if you got little kids uh, around the house. But like I said, it is just absolutely incredible. Uh, the other thing that I just have fallen in love with, uh, I finally got around to watching the creator, and I do not. Oh, yeah, under- I need to watch that. I do not understand why it's in the mid '60s on Rotten Tomatoes. I, I, it was phenomenal, absolutely mind blowing. What Gareth Edwards has did, the visuals in this thing are incredible, uh, and the fact that he did this on an eighty million dollar budget is even more impressive to me. I absolutely loved The Creator. It is a wonderful movie. Uh, the, it came out when my wife was dealing with a lot of her health issues, so I couldn't go see it in, th- in theaters. And that's the only complaint I have, is the fact that I couldn't go see it in theaters. It was phenomenal. I, I hope to watch it again uh, here soon, because it is just absolutely a st- stunning to watch. Uh, what's his name? Washington. Uh, what's his first John name? John David Washington. Yeah, John David Washington. 
I think this is the one that this is going to be the movie that turns him into a star like his father because this is a big, huge film, and he carries it, and he does such an incredible job of carrying it throughout the entire thing. And like I said, just absolutely phenomenal. If you haven't seen the creator yet, uh, you can get it on Amazon Prime or any other uh, video on demand place. I don't know what streamer it's going to go to because I don't know what studio did it, but it's not there yet. But you know. If you want to get it, go ahead and watch it now. I would highly, highly recommend it. It is just absolutely fantastic. It, like I said, it's going to be one of my favorite movies of the year so far. So, All right. All right. Anything else you got before we sign off? Yeah. Appreciate everyone joining us, and we will talk to you next time. I will echo those same sentiments. And as always, until next time, may all of your entertainment dreams come true.